sitting down now with a man who has many honors to his name, but I think maybe the most important one to him is he was the first guest ever on Sports Channel 8, the radio right. show. I'm sure I'll put that in his bio. <laughs> he is Jeff Capel, the head coach of Pittsburgh. How you doing, Coach? I'm doing great, man. How you guys doing? Hey, thanks, thanks for joining us. You're also the first second-time guest now on Sports Channel 8. <laughs> so it's, almost like That's when, great. it's almost like when a quarterback now gets, sets the career uh, yard mark, yeah. and then every time he throws a pass out, yeah, yeah. he broke it again. Look at that. He just keeps making it. I know. Like Drew Brees. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah here. Every time he comes on, he sets a new record for, for most visits. So is this your first time in North Carolina? Uh, you've been, <laughs> been here, here a few times. I've actually been in this building a few times. <laughs> uh, did you ever? You never? Did you ever play in this? Building? I never played in this building. Uh, I played in the old Charlotte Coliseum. So it was, it was the uh, the old Charlotte Coliseum was the 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 place of two of the most difficult losses of my life. Yep. My freshman year, we lost the national championship. Scotty freaking Thurman. Scotty right? Thurman hit the three, and then we ended. I ended my career in the Charlotte Coliseum against Providence. We lost in the second round of the tournament in 97. Well, based on last year's uh, performance here in Charlotte in the NCAA tournament, there's some other people walking around here today <laughs> who also <laughs> yeah. don't have as many good Might memories. Might not have wanted to walk in here. Oh, yeah. This yeah, is where Virginia, Virginia oh, yeah. lost. Yeah. Oh, wow. And, and UNC then, then lost by 21 a couple days later. So not to a to, to A&M. So wow, it was here? Of, mm-hmm. Carolina lost here? Yeah. yeah. Never like that. Uh, 20 points. I know. <laughs> wow. This, yeah. this court's giving everyone the spoons. Yeah, man. Don't, don't, don't touch it. Bad mojo. Hey, we talk- so you might want to mention that to Tony if you've seen him walking. Nah, around. I'm going to leave that alone, man. <laughs> no, you can, you can I'm going to leave that alone. Say, hey, but you have those upsets. That gives me hope for the ACC tournament. <laughs> you, can, you can say, hey, man, I ended my Hopefully career. Hopefully, I can get some of this mojo of, of the ACC tournament. <laughs> hey, we talked to Jared Wilson Frame earlier, and one of the things he talked about was your coaching voice. Like, just the way you say things sounds more confident than maybe some other coaches do. Is that something you had to work on, getting a coach's voice, or did it come naturally from a coaching family? I don't think so. I mean, it's nothing that I've intentionally tried to do. You know, the thing I've I've done, man, is I've just tried to be me every day. And I think when you're authentic, I think that comes across the right way, and people know. I think... I think, you know, we, we, we have kids, you know, kids, young people, they can detect when you're BSing them. <laughs> and uh, that's the one thing I never want to do. I'm going to always tell them the truth. And sometimes the truth may hurt, but it's the truth in that moment. But it's all out of love and trying to help them get better. One of the things I've told them from the beginning is that this is never personal. It's all about trying to help you and trying to help us get better. And so the things that I say sometimes don't listen to how I say it, listen to the message that's being said, and learn from it and get better from it. So you mentioned being honest. I've been there as a fan of teams. I've been there as a coach of teams where uh, the team doesn't do so well. Pitt didn't win an ACC basketball game last year. You come in and take it over the program. Is there any concern that like you have to guard against, okay, Coach Capel is here, so now everything's going to magically be better, that there is actually work to be done to put into Yeah, that. I mean, I know there is. Um, you know, one of the things that you, when you take over a program, especially a program that's down, you, you want to you give hope. You want to try to create interest and energy and all these things again. And you want to give hope that, okay, help is on the way and we're going to change this, we're going to do that. But we also have to be realistic. I have to be realistic and I have to understand that it's going to take time. It's not going to happen overnight. And I've talked to our team about this. It's not going to happen just because there's excitement or there's buzz or we've done some cool social media things. All that stuff is great, but we have to do it out on the court. Like that's where you win. 
you know, we've done some things to create those things, but at the end of the day, the, the, the reality is, like, this is a reality show. It's wins and losses. That's how you're judged. And we have to fight and we have to earn the right to be good. And we have to do that every day with our approach. And so that is something that, you know, I, I've thought about because I think we've done that. I think we've created a buzz. I think there's an excitement. I think, you know, we've, we, we've done some things that have, have gotten people back interested in. And especially, I mean, it's two years. I think they've won four games. Yeah. But now we're getting ready to start playing. And we have to put a product out there that people – will want to rally behind. And that's, I think the way that you do that is that you have a team out there to fight for 40 minutes. One of the things you talked about social media success is we saw you did the excellent Mac Miller tribute. You also talked about not BSing. We know that you are a rap aficionado and that <laughs> yes. stuff is being true to you, not just trying to do no. something fun. No. But uh, And just like you said, that video, doesn't matter how many hits it got, they won't translate at all to win specifically on the court. But at the same time, you don't do it for no reason. Yeah. So what does your team take out of doing some of those fun, whether it's team building or just them getting to see excitement that hadn't been created before? Like well, what, what happened to the positive effects? Yeah, of well, you know, I think that's a big part, them seeing excitement. I mean, these guys were very wounded when I took over. I mean, they didn't win a game in 2018. And so they hadn't won a game since, I think, before Christmas. And they lost a lot of games, a lot of those games, they lost in a very big way. And so you have a very proud program. You know, back when Pitt was in the Big East, it was one of the best teams and best programs year in and year out. And during that time, you can make an argument that the ACC and the Big East were the two best conferences. You could flip a coin each year. And so you know what it's been, so you have people that are very proud. When it goes down, those people aren't as proud. And they, in Pittsburgh, they let you know about it. <laughs> And so these, these kids heard about it. They, they heard the groans. They heard the comments. There weren't many people at the games last year, so they heard a lot of the comments that people made. And now with social media, you could hear it more. If you get on and you look and you see. And so we've tried to do a lot of these things, A, to help build uh, their energy back up, to see that people do care about them, to see that there is an energy, there is a passion about it, and, and people are excited about it again. There's an element that we do it for recruiting. We want people to see, you know, the, the excitement and what this program has been and some of the things that we're doing. So uh, I think we've won in that area. Hopefully what that leads, is a, leads to is a togetherness, a bond, and them feeling more energy to give more energy to the program, which, which hopefully leads to winning. One thing you guys did, <clears throat> that's a small touch, but – uh, it's something that I noticed, right? When Pitt came into the ACC, you always heard about the zoo, right? You always heard about how good the fans were and, and the student section was one of the best in the country. And you can't see them on TV. Yeah. And that's one of the things yeah. you guys did is you switched the cameras around, right? Yeah, and yeah. And, the, and the it'll happen year. next year, so it won't be going to effect this year. Okay. Uh, but that's something, you know, we're, we're, we're making a lot of changes. That's one of the things when I came in. You know, I, I had seen the Pete as a visiting coach, so I knew that right away. And actually, when I went through the interview process, I actually asked about that. Is there a way we could change it? Because when the way the TV angle is, like you mentioned, you watch a game, you see the, the, uh, like suites, the suites right behind it. You see that, <laughs> and you see, you know, and those people, they're great, but they aren't making noise, right. they aren't yelling, they aren't being – and so – We've re like we need the zoo. We need the students. And when you walk, like we redid our offices. When you walk into the door to enter our offices, 
when you know there's it's a long hallway and you look the very first thing you see we put a mural up of the zoo like they are a big part of what we do and they've been a big part of Pitt's success and so I think that change after this season going into the next season I think that'll be big and hopefully they understand how much we need them to fight they need to fight with us transfers are a big thing in college basketball these days it's sort of a unwritten rule or you know a lot of coaches don't try not to recruit transfers within the conference has there been any been any controversy with you guys trying to get ninth wonder from duke <laughs> to, to take him to pit as i, I actually stole bits you have to sit out a year just watch there hasn't been you know ninth and i became really good friends my first year there and uh you know he was a huge duke fan i you know would get him over to games over to practices and you know, he got to meet coach and develop his own relationship with them. Obviously, he teaches a class there, but our friendship is really strong. He's actually going to come up to a game this year. Uh, Grant's going to pick him up, and they're going to come on up, I think, when we play North Carolina. So that'll be, you know, a pretty cool yeah. pretty cool thing. But Coach K doesn't give any – hey, like, layoff, that's my guy. Like, so you can't, you can't <laughs> no, recruit a guy to do so. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think Coach away. is too worried about Pitt right now. <laughs> Uh, what are your thoughts right now, just generally speaking? The FBI stuff is going on. Um, you, you've made your bones as one of the uh, best recruiters in the country. So people would think, oh, this guy's got some thoughts on things. What are your thoughts when you uh, see everything that's going down? Well, my first thought is that I think it's incredible, incredibly unfortunate that it's taken, it's taken it to get to the FBI level for people to understand like how serious this is and this is a problem. You would think that... Our, organiz- our organizing body, the NCAA, or we as, like, you could clean it up yourself. Um, is it an issue? Yes, it's an issue. And it's been an issue for a really, really long time. I mean, this is not anything new. So there hasn't been a story that's come out, you know, as I've read. And I'm, I'm not abreast to everything sure. that's going on. Uh, I've read some things, but I've been so focused on my team but I do know some of the things that are going on. So there's not been anything that's really surprised me. You know, you hear all these stories throughout. And, again, I, I've been through an NCAA investigation when I was the head coach. And so it's unfortunate. But not everyone is doing it. It's just like a lot of things in society. If you watch the news, it's all the negative stuff first. And then maybe you get to a positive thing for whatever reason that stuff sells, it, it, it gets interest, it gets headlines. Not everyone is doing it. There are some people that may not know what's going on because you don't have to deal with it. Uh, but it is an issue in our sport. And hopefully with the, getting to the FBI level, you know, these people that are up there testifying, like this isn't the NCAA where you right. could get up there and you could lie and you could just lose your job and right. maybe get show calls or whatever. Like this is time. Like this is prison. And so... I would think they're telling the truth in their experience. It doesn't mean right. everyone else's experience, but this is their experience, you know, whatever it may be. Um, hopefully what all this does is that it cleans it up and it gets it back to what there's so much good in the game. There's so many lessons that you learn. I'm a person that learned a lot through college basketball and being able to be at a school like Duke and to develop the relationships and play for a guy like Coach K and so many life lessons that I took that I still apply to my life as a husband, as a father, as a coach, as a mentor now. And so hopefully this all cleans everything up. Anything else? Yeah, did you, did you watch the, uh, the Duke game last night? 
Did you catch any of it? I saw a little bit as I was headed to the airport just on the ESPN app. I saw a little it bit. It's strange not seeing yourself on the bench. It was, <laughs> it was uh, you know, sitting across from the bench, it was definitely different not having you over there. Is it a little bit different watching another, uh, another coach in your seat? No, not really. I mean, you knew it was to be expected. You know, it's, you know, Wojo left. I'm pretty sure that was probably way different because he had been there a lot longer than me. CC left. And, He's a lot smaller. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Johnny left. I mean, so, you know, these guys were there longer than me. So I don't, I don't think so. They'll, they're obviously really good. Um, I don't know if anyone there is missing me. They're into their thing. And, and uh, you know, hopefully they go out and win a lot of games this year. They should with the talent they have. <laughs> Pit coach Jeff Capel. We miss him in the triangle, but fortunately we don't have to miss him too bad. We'll see him a few times a year, and he may just be the third, the first person to show up three times. Unfortunately, <laughs> the radio show, if Pliz lets him. Thanks so much for joining us, Coach. All right, guys. Appreciate it.